Sachem, Ayin Aleph, Amir Aleph. These few minutes can save you a fortune, possibly. Listen carefully. The Gemara says, If you want to bring a carbon chagiga, that was a shlamim, so you were supposed to bring it as a shlamim, you bring it as a chagiga, so you're pottering your chiv chagiga with a shlamim, you can't, because you can't fulfill your obligation, a chayv, only from something that's bum and achulin. Where is this Nagel Alacha? So the Ramon Yeridea in Reish Mem Testel, she says, you can't use Misa that you are mechuyiv to, if you, let's say, you donated money to the Beis HaKnesses, or Yishard Var Mitzvah, you cannot use that to fulfill your obligation. Well, you can't use tzedakah to pay your maisa, to pay your shul fees that you're obligated to give. Because you're using your tzedakah for a davar shebechayv, something that you would otherwise, like a chayv, something that you would do. So, like for example, Ramayshi asks a question. He says, can you use maisa to pay for your Beis Yaakov bills? So he says, L'chaira, his first thought, he says, to pay for your yeshiva bills for your sons, you have to teach your sons Torah. So of course you can't use Misa, because teaching them Torah is a chiv on you. So you want to use Misa for something that's a chiv. The chiv is a davashabachayva. You can't use mois, davashabachayva is only bamanachul and not for Misa, which is Kaddish. So he says, but what about your daughter's Beis Yaakov? You don't have to send your daughter to Beis Yaakov. That you should be able to pay for Misa. So Ramosha then backs down. He says, since according to law, you have to send your daughter to school, you can't keep her at home. It's not like Europe, circa 1850. He says, and you're only going to send her to a religious school. So therefore, in effect, what is an obligation of yours, you are now one upater using tzedakah money. That's this klal. Not from Hegdish, and Mois would be Hegdish. But so here is a question, though. The Pischei Tshuva brings a question in Reishmem Tespeiz, he says somebody married off his son or his daughter, and he agreed to give support for three years, or, or six years actually, so that the son should learn uh, Torah. He wants to know if he could use Misa. So Pischei Tshuva says it depends. If when you went into this marriage, you said, listen, I'm only doing this for Misa. I don't have to marry him off to somebody who wants to learn for six years. The only reason I'm willing to do it is because I'm using Misa. Then he says, it's not a chayva, and you would be able to use Misa. But if you obligated yourself already, and after you obligated yourself, it becomes a chayv, you gave your word, it's a nedr, whatever the case may be, but you now you're obligated. So he says, now you get smart. The second year, you say, can I start using Misa? Well, this is a chayv already on you, and a chayv can't bomb in a chulun. So what's the takeaway? The side is, you can only use Misa for something that is not obligatory. Do you have to buy a little of an esrig? No, you can't use Misa. Look, you want to donate a, say, for Tyra to the show? You don't have to do that. You could use Misa. Pesachist Shuvah says the same thing about supporting a son-in-law. He says, you don't have to do it. So if before you did it, you said, I'm going to do it from Misa, would be good. But if you already became a chayvan, you would be too late. So this would be enough gamina for people who want to support their kids. It's very important whether you make this tonight beforehand or not. Moshe becomes the son-in-law of Yisrael. There must be something special about Yisrael. We know how much effort goes into our children's shaduchim and the mechutanim. Moshe must have looked carefully at Yisrael. And I put to you that, what do we know about Yisrael? God is greater than all the Avedas. Rashi says he served all the Avedas in the world. He searched and he searched until he came. Gadol Hashem. He found Hashem. So what does Yisrael represent? The person who is eternally curious. The person who never stops searching, who never stops growing, who never stops trying to become bigger and bigger, more and more enlightened. Which is why Yisrael comes before Matan Torah. And why is that? So if he came before Matan Torah, it's one thing. But according to Ein Mugdim he could have come not before Matan Torah. What's, what's he doing here? 
And the answer is the Hagdama, the preface to being Makabal Torah, is the understanding that curiosity is the most important thing. If we want to learn, if we want to search, if we want to grow in truth and in enlightenment, Yisra is our Rebbe, eternally curious. There was a, a Jewish boy from, uh, I think it was Farakaway, Isidore Rabbi. He won the 1944 Nobel Prize for Physics. He was born to an Orthodox Jewish family. Once in an interview, he was asked, what made you such a great physicist? You came from such a simple background. Your parents ran a grocery store. And he said, when most kids would return home from school, their mother would ask, so what did you learn today? He said, my mother always asked me, Izzy, did you ask a good question today? Izzy was a miniature of Yisrael, and that's why he won the Nobel Prize. What's our takeaway? Eternally curious. Let's always keep searching, always keep asking questions.